0: You know that feeling that you get on Monday morning, and that feeling of, oh my gosh, did I finish that? What's my boss gonna say? Or I can't, I don't want to hear anything this Monday morning or Friday. Oh my gosh, I can't even enjoy this weekend. that's stress. We're gonna talk more about that, especially when it comes to the workplace. Cause you know why? These are the breaks. Let's get to it. Welcome again to another episode of Diplomacy and Sneakers. It's your boy Dre, your favorite diplomat Jordans here. Of course, it's another late night, and I feel like I'm just gonna speak to you all again today. Hope you're doing well. Whatever it's, if it's your good morning, it's good evening or good afternoon. Like I said, I know there's somewhere it is five o'clock, but I want to get a little to more of the the work of. The breaks, the breaks. Ah, these are the breaks. If y'all know who Curtis Blow is, shout out Curtis Blow. One of my favorite hip hop people of all time. Um, the reason I call this the breaks is a little more different. It's more so of what breaks you. We talk, we hear about resilience, but really, at when it comes to work, it has become such an ordeal. Especially even in these times of. 2020, but even before then, we see the work environment more so as a incubator of stress, anxiety, depression, all the things mm-hmm. that has taken a point to cause us such mental grief that it takes a toll not only in our in our professional lives, but it spews over to the workplace as well. Like I said, I'll have only a short amount of time to speak to you all about this, but we should speak a little, go into this a little more in detail because I felt these types of ways also. And as a person, I was—I will tell you all, you all are my diplomats as well, I'll let you tell you that guess what? I suffer from anxiety. Not a point, not a, well, no, really, I suffer from anxiety. I can get very anxious when certain things are not going a certain type of way. I hate to be the burden of people's problems. Once I figure out, and I know I am that, I get I can break down the sweats, I can catch up I can do panic attacks, but also I feel to the point I get to my lowest. And guess what? A lot of times this has come from being at work. And I have really just understood the fact matters that I give y'all a favorite story of mine is that when I was working younger, probably around about 25, 26 years old, when I first started in the federal government, I had a boss, I'm not gonna say your name, but Every time he used to come in the office, I knew he was coming to my desk and my desk alone. And the first thing he asked me is, where was a certain project? Where was this stuff is at? I'm looking at, there's, only, there's 13 other people here. Why are you coming to my desk alone? And he made it so uncomfortable for me in that working environment. And number one, i tell you this, I'm a junior person who is on a team by himself. And I had the expectations of five people. That right there put so much pressure on me that sometimes I didn't even come to work because I felt scared. I felt as if I, I'm going to be fired, that um, I'm going to be ridiculed, I'm going to be written up, I'm not going to be get promoted. All of these things, is, well, I think this was like the start of my anxiety, which I got um, diagnosed with. And I think it was the start of of something more beautiful because I started to realize that where all this is coming from and and that right there is the stem of it all and that's what should be not only what you should know and how to overcome it but also you shouldn't have to go through that in a damn workplace I'm sorry there's more to life than about work even the job I'm in right now I I still have those and I'm 36 years old now I still have those feelings I still have those issues as well. But I've learned to try to find ways to overcome them. But like I said, they keep popping up, and I said I have a little more issues now as like anxiety, depression. Certain certain goes up, go hand in hand. But I'm I'm no no medicine. I'm no I know my triggers. I understand myself, and that's what helps me throughout. But then there's people who don't have that there's people who don't even understand themselves or what's causing these issues or what's causing that strife that pain that stress especially within the workplace and this is what we're here to talk about today because these are the breaks the things that break you down and i mean even even nowadays is that just looking at how much more time that we spend in the office how much time work and our accessibility to work now we all have iPhones that connect to work through email it used to be blackberries now we have iPhones now where we stay connected to the source that gives us the most stress when we come home to me that is not right and that's what causes a lot of our issues as well that's what causes us even in our personal lives to feel like we we can't get away that we're trapped and this is 5 days a week so supposedly you're supposed to wake work your 8 to I said your your 8 to 5 your forty hours, but now we are now as humans, excuse me, as Americans. I can't speak for my my European um, um colleagues and whatnot, but there there was actually a study based on stress, based on why, because all these hours that we're working, and we're actually uh, taking more hours off nowadays because of stress, because of the of the, the our mental stress and our, that being stretched mentally has taken a toll, not on just as people but also in the working hours that we're having. Now listen listen to the statistic right here. Pretty interesting is that the European European Agency of Safety Health at Work shows that we have that Americans as in the corporations whatnot have, have lose over five hundred and fifty hours of is lost due to stress. And one to five people call in last minute. Now that is, now that is per person, per person. Now you tell know me hours that can that is, five hundred and fifty hours per person is lost due to stress. That means that we taking out we taking our time we're doing this stuff. That is amazing. The workplace should be there for you to maybe be a little talk to your friend talk to people that you know your colleagues. Build, do whatever your job is, but it should not cause the point of mental stress. I keep saying the word stress, but it should not cause anything of that. Your mental health is your wealth. And this is the thing that we're going to talk more so about because this is what we need to know and need to understand within ourselves and also within our organizations that is my organization toxic? Is my, is organization culture a, a correct fit for me? If so, why am I feeling this way? Is it my boss? Is it my manager? And I did did a podcast about playing nice in the sandbox when it comes to your managers, your your supervisors, whatnot, also. But is this right for me? And this organization culture is not right for you, and it is causing you a lot of these different ailments. You need to evaluate and try to find a common ground, or sometimes you might have to leave. If you even have to leave that job. And it's, it's baffling how much time that we spend in a, in a toxic place because we ca- cannot afford to lose this job, because we have to put food on the table, put keep the lights on, have a roof, have all these things, but uh, also corporates are not investing in the mental health. Yes, they can put a sign up, send a blurb, send an email, and whatnot, but are they truly looking into your mental health? Think about this right here, because I'm, here's a funny story. Or well, actually, not first, it's an example. How many times? Have you been scared to tell your manager, your supervisor, I ha- I just have too much to do? Or I don't feel well, or I feel as if this right, this work right here is too much for me right now. Can I have somebody to help me, whatnot? Or how do you, how many times have you ever thought that or even said that? Probably none, because you think that if your manager or supervisor hears that that's a sign of weakness, it's a sign of mental weakness, um, You lack the capacity To do the work That you lack the mental toughness That you're not staying for overtime To show that you're working No, that right there is toxicity I'm sorry I lived through that Working 13 hour days in my previous job I lived through that Not understanding my worth And how much my mental health means to me No, the workplace Can be the damn devil But when we look at it and then we can kind of understand where we're coming from and having have a manager that truly can invest into your mental health but as well as emotionally understand you as a person but also as a team and having a corporation to put that buy-in that is what we call success that is an organization culture that not on that they're not you know that work can be that they cultivate you not only for your skills and your training, but also as you as a person so that you can come there being refreshed, understanding, learning, but then be able to go home and spend time with your family, your friends, your hobbies, and do whatever, and come back ready to work and ready to do the job needed to be done because when you go home, that should be be a reset button. But it's not because you're still plugged in. Teleworking, laptops, iPhones, Blackberries, all these things, to me, constitutes and not being able to plug out of your job. Now, you know me, I'm the type, I like, I like to give history. I like to give a little bit of stats because why? I'm a nerd. And I think this is one of the, a lot of the stats, um, and this comes from stress.org. Okay, now listen to this right here. 42% of people said job pressure interfered with family and personal lives. Can you imagine that? You can't unplug. Nowadays, since the, since the birth of technology, well, not the birth of technology, but since the, the re-admittance of technology or the incorporation of technology within the workplace, 42% of people said job pressure interferes with family and personal lives. And guess what? And this is even crazier right here, though, is that even with this, even within this, the statistics, there's a certain dynamic also. But listen, 73% of Americans say they don't want their boss's job. <laughs> I used to be that one. I said, I don't want your job. But people who are unmarried or they have older children or they have or they have children who can not or are super younger children say they would love to have their boss's job because they don't have as much as the respect responsibility at home. But they they want to be able to to strive and go higher. Now, isn't that the American dream for you to strive high to go? to be that boss, to be the CEO, whatever you want to be, whatever you f- you feel as, as you deem as success and moving, moving up that corporate ladder and breaking those glass ceilings. Yes. But there's a, apparently there's a cost and a price to pay for that. And it's all the matters that are you willing to pay that price, but you might be in an that organization that's willing to do that, willing to help you, willing to build you not only as, like I said, not only as a worker but also give you that peace of mind that true work life balance that gives you a chance to recharge so you're able to come back and do the job even better isn't that crazy now look at the now a lot of times even when it comes to this stuff bullying bullying is a big thing i actually did a bullying campaign in my former job and you'd be surprised how much bullying actually happens and also bullying is different than harassment bullying is not it's not a part of, of harassment, but it can be, um, can be harassment, but it's not EEO. Harassment is EEO. Bullying is something else that could be reprimanded. So that's a little tidbit for you. Now, 19% of people say they have experienced bullying in their job. And 35% of they have experiences because of a negative attitude. And 46% of people say that it is from the stress of workplace demands. So when people bully, that means that they're stressed too. fact they're just doing it just to be an asshole well maybe they are i'm not sure it could be but people are doing this just because or not only how they feel but also maybe it's, it's the work stress or their managers going down their back or they're having some issues maybe it's the work but from these statistics it has to do with a lot of the work so so you can say happy wife happy life how people say that Happy job, no problem, is what I like to call it. So it all depends on what's going on. Now, another now, this is now this is one of the crazy, crazy facts. Is that over 50% of people spend 12 hours working and skip lunch because of the stress of the and efforts of the job? People skip lunch. Now, now listen to that. People skip lunch lunch people don't even take breaks they just work straight on through to get certain things done to yourself because you know why it's a rat race when it comes to these corporations they want to be the first to build first to develop and and first to put out that right there will cause now it trickles down to developers financial people programmers or whatever else it, it can be And all this stuff trickles down to you as the employee and this stress right here has been to be the person to be first. And it it causes so many amount of issues. I know firsthand, yes, it does. But we need to have more organizations to put in this buy-in that you want to that you care about the mental health of your people. And that's one of the big things. I think Charlamagne and God says it best is that your mental health is your wealth and it, it really is. And you have to understand that if this organization is not good for you. Now, if you're mental health, you're going to snap and you're going to do what? Break. You're going to break. You have the possibility of doing this. And these are the things that I'm trying to tell you about before it happens. I've broken. I've snapped before. Not on people, but I've snapped myself because there needs to be a balance. There needs to be an understanding of who you are as a person is outside of who you are as this. As and there's a lot of work culture that kind of seeps into your personal that you start realizing that you start saying a lot of the lingo from work. Or you start saying a lot of the the tidbits that you learn from the organization, you start using it in everyday life. That's when it has to it has gone too far. That's when I would say, in my best bet, that you kind of drink too much of the Kool Aid, and you have, you have not separated yourself from job self to a personal. So professional and personal should be two different things, but there should be a mediator in between. And you have crossed that boundary into each of those, and basically everything has milked over. So we need to look more into this. And I think it's one of those things that you, only you know because you know. Now, look at this right here. Now, you know, because of all of this and because of the amount of work that we are doing as Americans, working these 48-hour days, 50-hour days, a lot of a lot of things have happened. And, and, and this is one of the things that I really thought was quite interesting is that 34% of people have, have said they have sleep issues. Forty-four percent of people have said they have they have gained stress in their eyes. Uh 12% they have they have their hands start to hurt. Or even another 12 even more percent of these people have called in sick. Now, even two percent of people haven't gotten strokes. This right here is unhealthy. This right here is something that we need to look past. We we, we can't look past. We need to look into Yes, we need to invest in your mental health as a person, human being, when it comes to your personal life, but also professionally, there needs to be some type of balance there. Yes, we talk about work-life balance, but nothing's being done. And this is all from stress.org. Now, workplace causes the top five, top five workplace causes of anxiety. Now, this right here is from the Anxiety and Depression Association of America. I thought this was a wonderful, wonderful stat because, like I said, I suffer from anxiety. And I saw a lot of these issues was in myself, and I know that within us, especially working working for these corporations and trying to do certain certain things. Look at this right here. Now, deadlines is fifty five percent of the anxiety, and that is very true. Deadlines, fifty three percent of it is interpersonal relationships. Another fifty percent is uh, staff and management, and and dealing with and dealing with issues is forty-nine percent. Now deadlines is fifty something percent. Now imagine that everything is a deadline. Everything has to be done at a certain time. And if you pushing deadlines and whatnot, people from the top pushing, bottom pushing, it can be stressful. It can it can cause us so much things and that's what can cause that point of anxiety. And I'd say that when I look into corporations who who swear that they are doing right, they make it they're basically paying you with this, doing this with that. I want to invest in my, my mental health. What else can I get? So instead of corporations asking for these blanket um, compensation packages, like they give you may give you stocks, may give you um, other type of residual bonuses, they might give you your base pay. One thing I would want to see in a lot of these corporations now is that what does my work-life balance look like? And I want this in writing, that certain times I'm able to, to receive this. I'm able to receive a little bit of help, maybe for my anxiety, if I have any type of issues, if I I feel stressed. Because if I feel stressed, then I can't work. And all these things don't even matter no more. So that should be part of your hiring package is some type of leave, not just leave for being sick or being or your PTO or unperred personal time. No, it should be something for your mental health, and that should be worked into the schedule that you work I believe in a, I believe truly, honestly believe in a, 30, in a in a thirty-two hour work week. I think France has adopted it. Japan has adopted it as well. It works. I'm sorry. That extra day off to decompress, then to enjoy your weekend and come back. You are fully recharging, ready for the day. That is amazing. I think that that should be an optional day. Let that fifth day be an optional day. That's what. Should be done, and I guarantee you, it's adopted schedule, and it has shown that the stress and mental health of of Japanese workers I think Microsoft did it, has and their productivity has increased, I think, by over 200% because you come back to work refreshed. Here in America, we think that grind, 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 grind is it, but no, it's grind, grind, relax, then grind again. That's that's the recipe, that's the recipe. And you'd be surprised how much of a better personal life, better work life, more productivity you have. Because basically with all these elements, you're not going to be productive. Hex, no. You're not going to be productive at all. So when you look into, look into an organization, first thing you should always look at is the, what's the culture like? What are the hours? And actually even talk to people about that. And I would say, yes, you can talk to people who's working there. But also talk to people who have worked there. So you can get that balance of culture because the people who are there are not going to tell you that what's good, what's bad. I mean, they're going to tell you all of what's good, never what's bad. The people who are there now who have no ties and they're able to have more have more loose tongue, they're going to tell you how they really felt. And it may be more negative, but then you get a balance of the two to see do you really fit, especially if it's in a part of a, or division that you're going to be working in. I think that right there speaks volumes in which you should be doing as you're starting looking higher. But... And sometimes we' we're stuck, we're stuck in these positions. like I said before, we can be stuck in a toxic place, but knowing that we have to be there and we have to do it only because we need to basically survive. And I, and I think and I want to say,, um, what, are the, what are some of the things that we can do while we're there? What are some of the things that we can do to basically calm this anxiety, calm this depression if we can, what if, if it's not medically or whatnot? and just the things that we could do at work. I'm speaking only for being in the workplace. And look at here, I think, uh, I wanna say one of the great things I, I've uh, watched on YouTube is I think his name is Sean Ach- Achor, S-H-A-W-N, Sean A-T-H-O-R. And he speaks about uh, being in the workplace and, and happiness in the workplace. And I think that's one of the coolest things. I mean, when he speaks about the secret to better work and it's a funny YouTube. But please go check it out. Um, give her a shout out to him. He, it is hilarious, but it's all truth. And it's really one of the things that kind of will wake you up and will woke me up, and to more so of understanding my workplace or understanding where I'm from. I mean, I'm, I'm where I'm from. Uh, where I'm at, and kind of how to do, how to deal with a lot of these issues, and how I and how I need to see myself or how I see others within the organization, because it comes to a point that. Not, we're not only evaluating each other, we, we need to evaluate ourselves and also we need to, most of all, we need to evaluate our job to see where do we fit into this puzzle piece, not for just money, not for just benefits, but also for our health as well. And that's the thing that makes it more, more vital to our well-being. And I believe in the well-being, like, like I said. Now, one thing, one thing that, I, that I've learned to do and it's the easiest thing to do. It's just to walk around. I get up and I walk around. I used to do this in my old job. I would get up and walk around because I need to get away. Not because I feel feeling often anxiety, or whatever. It's because I'm doing that to be to be more proactive instead of reactive. I just go and just walk away. I take a take a break, take a chill pill, maybe walk outside, come back, boom. I'm ready to go back. And I think that's one thing I, that I that I used to do. Another thing, what I think that people should start doing now is having these having damn interventions, and I'm not saying interventions with yourself, but intervention with your with your manager, talking talking to your manager and talking to the counselors and and having them to a to adopt something into that organization or even in your division. it Start small about about mental health. Not saying mental health as in person going crazy or not, but no about our well meant our well-being our mental well-being understand uh, because like i said emotions run your mental affects your mentality it affects your work it affects your physical affects productivity all these things are effective just by how you are especially when it comes to your mind your mind is is, is the thing that you work the most at at certain jobs and certain positions so guess what use that even when it comes to my blue-collar workers if your mind is not right, you're not focusing and anything can happen to you on that job, especially being hurt. I think that these conversations need to be said. These conversations need to be heard. Whether you work in radio, whether you work in a factory, you work in a bank or whatever, there's a certain type of stress that everybody has to, that everybody goes through. There are certain type of things that people have to do. But one thing matters most is that it affects you. If it affects you, it affects you physically, it affects your mind these things need to be said. I think that having having a manager, supervisor, adopt some of this things that you say maybe an intervention. I think it'll be it'll, think it'll be it'll go well. Now, another thing I try to tell people to do: sleep. Hell, sleep sleep works. I mean, I I work from home now, so I'm able to get a, a good amount of sleep, in, and, and I really think that it has been great. It has been a vital part of my time and my poof. Um, and just a better part of my well being is to just lay down and go to sleep I mean I truly enjoy it and I really think that it has been the vital part of me even though I wake up sometimes I'm a little anxious to get on this computer because of special Mondays and I, I flow free and I feel good but um, and, an, and another thing I like to talk about is sometimes you need therapy shit Go talk to somebody. I know. Hell, I, I mean, and also this is another thing I would tell you this, right? Friends are good for you to, to for them to listen, but a friend is not a therapist. They're not. Go to somebody who understands the issue that you're going through. Go to somebody who, and I'll say it'd be good if, it, if it's somebody at work if you want to try. If, you work, if your job is able to have somebody who's a therapist or find somebody personal, you're able to talk through issues and you never know how that might mediate a lot of the issues that you may have in your in your personal life as well to so talk to therapy and um, one thing I'll w- I w- always and I would say is to your colleagues at work they are a great great resource to just I' mean, not not everybody but just like that trusted colleague that you all have y'all each other back just go and just don't talk about work talk about different things this' is one thing that I do I make sure every Friday or every Thursday Friday I have a because since it says I have a colleagues in different countries I just talked to them. I said, "No, we're not talking about work right now. It's 30 minutes. How, how's your family? What are you what are you doing? What kind of stuff that you're into?" Just a casual conversation about each other and about what we can do to just be better teammates. Not about work at all. And I think that right there alleviates a lot of the stress. It kind of brings back the, the normalcy of of being at work, especially if you're working virtual. So, I mean, I think this is one of some of the things that I do. This is maybe they make it, they may help you out in in the end, but um, it's something, it's, it's what I like to do. But I mean, there's good, there's great books out there. I mean, I would truly recommend Shook Ones by uh, Charlamagne de God. I read that, very good. But also, um, there's a couple of podcasts that talk about mental health. Listen to those. I mean, listen to that. And also, Understand yourself and understand that you just don't be a worker bee. And when you need help, you need help. And sometimes being working, it's not about you being tough guy resilient, or you being weak or being seen as such. The workplace is the workplace. And you need to understand your managers, supervisors, colleagues, boss, whoever you want to call it. Not only do you need to invest in the work, they need to as well because I guarantee they are having the same issues as you are. So always don't undermine somebody else's issues because guaranteed they might be happening as well. So that's a little bit my thought. And like I said, these are the breaks. You see all the statistics that I gave. You see all of the things I've spoke about. I've experienced all these before. I lived overseas. I experienced stress even from being just personally, just being over there, but also even from being from a demanding job at work. And even living in D.C., I, it's so it's so much you're demanded to do. Staying over shows a sign of you working hard. You working these long hours shows a sign of working hard. That's a myth. You would be always being on your BlackBerry to ten o'clock at night or being on your phone at ten o'clock at night. That's a damn myth. No, you could work hard for a couple hours, and you, you after that you deserve to go to your family, recharge, and go do it again. I mean, this is this is my thing, and like I said, 40 day work weeks have been proven to work. But like I said, in a capital in a capitalistic time, they're not gonna they're not gonna let you do that in a capitalist um, government because the most socialist governments for their work weeks then they have a stronger understanding. So, like I said, this is this is my last um, topic for tonight, and I, I wish you all the best. And one more thing, like I said, thank you for coming for talking. Thank you for being here with me. It's your favorite. Uh, diplomat in Jordans, and like I said, you keep spreading that diplomacy in sneakers. You keep keep spreading it. you the best way you can. Your culture is you. You are you are your own diplomat. And at the end of the day, I always say, "Fear nothing, live forever." You all take care of yourselves, and good night.